BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. John, 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 John. I thought you were going to come in there, stop me, just let me go. I was letting you do it. It was the first like eight seconds of me singing, John, which I'm trying to get better at, but it's every week I disappoint myself in what I can accomplish, you know? Listen, I'm not Simon Cowell, so you don't have to worry about me saying something to disappoint you. Oh, well, okay. That's fair. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. How have I you can. been? I was wondering if uh, you, what you were just singing was something like uh, patriotic. It, so- it kind of sounded like... It almost sounded like dun, dun, dun. It almost did. <laughs> it almost did, but it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't. Well, it's a big new day for a lot of us here in America, at least, Darren. Yeah, we had the inauguration today. Honestly, it's just crazy because... I, we've talked about this before, at least in the past few weeks, of like just starting this podcast four years ago. <laughs> I know, you know, yeah. like time has sort of gone by quickly and not fast enough, and it's I know, just. It's so um, true. But you know, I before we get into that, I wanted to say that my mom had reminded me to say something on last week's another shot, and I missed it, and now it's belated. So. I, I have to properly say happy 99th birthday to Betty White, even though it's four oh. days later. And I felt like I just disappointed everyone, you know? <laughs> well, listen, 99 years old is quite an accomplishment. So definitely congrats and happy birthday to Betty White. You know, I'm a huge Golden Girls fan. So that was my bad, too. Yeah, so it was a big week all around. Betty White turning 99, you know, no yeah. insurrection. We got President Biden, <laughs> VP Harris. Um, yes. Which is very exciting. Did you happen to, are, are you like a wake up at 6 a.m. to watch <laughs> Trump off? Or were you like, I'll no. turn on the news when I get up type of guy? I think, as you know, my sleep is very important to me. And not even President Trump flying off into the sunset is enough to get me up that early. However, no, I did. You know, it's funny. I think this is as I get older, I just kind of I think we all do this right. Kind of like appreciate these moments a little bit differently each and every time. I went to President Obama's inauguration in 2009 in D.C. and it was I mean, it was amazing. Not just because of him. It's just like the the joy of in people's eyes and, you know, more specifically, like the older black people that were in the audience that I was standing next to trying to get as much of a, of a view as we could. 
seeing the tears stream down their faces back then and just what that moment meant beyond, you know, politics, you know, the overcoming of slavery and all the the race uh, issues that were happening up until that point. It was a moment I will never forget. And, you know, it was so sad to think that, you know, more than ever, I think, without getting too political here, it's just been a little bit of a of a dark time for a lot of people, especially just if anything with COVID lately. So it's like, it's kind of disappointing to turn on the news and watch what is sort of like, you know, a little bit more of a, what's the word I'm looking for? D, not de-escalated, but a smaller audience, obviously. There were no, sure. like, reg- there, I don't think there were any regular public civilians attending. So, you know, in a moment where I feel like so many of us, so many people in their, in our country at least, are looking for a moment of celebration. That was the only thing that kind of was like a bummer, but like, I yeah, I watch it all and I appreciated it, like I said, in a way that... I hadn't before. I, I've never been a type for like pomp and circumstances, except right. for the inauguration. I just find it so fun to watch, you know, American history unfold. And like, I remember seeing like inauguration sketches and paintings from the 17, 1800s, you know, before there were cameras and what that meant to me in our textbooks back in the day. Yeah. Um, And, you know, frankly, I don't know. I think it's because the Spice Girls as well. You know, I'm just very interested in British culture. They're very pomp and circumstance. It is is the time. It's funny that you mention that only because it is sort of this time of, uh, you know, kind of like taking a a microscopic look at it. Or, no, rather like maybe even even more so, even just taking a look back. This is sort of the only time where American culture kind of resembles – England with the royals totally. to me. Totally. Yes. It's totally. like, you know, and 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 for me, you know, I think I've said this before, like there is nothing there is not a topic that I could care less about, I think, than the royal family. <laughs> like I I don't like we fought our entire independence to get away right. from them. And so the fact that people like wake up at four AM to watch these like frankly not attractive people get married i just like i can't like i don't understand oh yeah it the marriages all. i forgot about yeah those. i just like yeah. I, okay like you know i have friends who are waking up at like 4 30 like i want to see what megan's wearing i'm like i don't at all i really couldn't care right? less um yeah yeah so this is kind of the one time in american culture where it's like that however you know obviously yeah. thank god this is not a monarchy and we don't have that but Listen, it was a historic day on a number uh, for a number of different reasons. We don't need to obviously totally. it's the first black South Asian female in the vice presidential yes, role. Um, certainly that high up in that role and and you know, I did we talk about her Vogue cover, Kamala's Vogue cover? I don't think we, we did t- talk about it. No. Did you see it by any I chance? I did. Yeah. I liked it. Yes. It was horribly done. The one where she's in front of the um not the digital cover. But the uh, print cover, she's in front of the curtain, which is like pink and green, which I guess resembles her sorority uh, from her university. And, you know, my girlfriend's a big fashion person. Like, she got me into Vogue. She she knows everything, right? So she whips it out, and and she's like, what do you think of this? And at first I was like, I don't know. I mean, to me, Kamala's very pretty. So, like, she always looks lovely. Mm -hmm. Like, she looks very well put together in general. Like, she always wears suits that are fitted towards her. She's got a cool style. What I liked about the photo was that she was in Converse. I was like, you know, she's like our vice president. You know, yeah, I was like, oh, this is... 
like there's so much about DC that feels so stuffy and high totally. heels and pearls. And Kamala was like, yo, I'm going to kick it in some Converse. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, I love this. And then Nadine <laughs> and, and her friend Zoe told me that like, and there was massive backlash with Vogue of how she was portrayed. Her suit was ill-fitted. The backdrop looked like it was thrown together. And like the more I think about it, if you look closely compared to how the digital cover was, when the digital cover, she looked phenomenal. It mm-hmm. was a really weird cover to have for the first ever, not only female vice president, but the first black South Asian female vice president. I just thought it didn't do her justice, and I was a little mm. disappointed in Vogue um, regarding it. But regardless, uh, historic day all around. Um, I thought you were going to mention Gaga uh, as she's walking off from performing... Listen. Uh, the anthem when she was like, I love you to Barack Obama. I was like, John is peeing his pants somewhere in this world. I don't know where, but he's definitely peeing his pants. That's hilarious. Um, I actually didn't see that, The but I did see, I don't know if you caught this, at the end of Gaga's amazing national anthem rendition, by the way, she did a great job with it. I thought I saw Barack Obama behind her, like snapping his fingers in excitement and I was like, if that's him, like, I'm just in love with him even more than I already was. So I'm going to have to rewind that tape and see if he was just giggling in excitement about Lady Gaga. But, um, uh, and, you know, and, you know not, every, not every one of us can be you giggling with excitement about <laughs> Lady Gaga. But, uh, yeah. uh, you know, overall, obviously, her performance was was great. And, and, yeah. and before we kind of move on, because we don't want to, I don't want to sure. harp on this. I just want to say how incredible Amanda Gorman was. Um, oh my god that, um poet laureate, poet laureate and she, yeah she's 20 fucking two years old i dude. know like, i was crying during that i was like you know she had this one line where she talked about being a descendant of a slave and now she's was right. raised by a single mother and speaking at the podium at an inauguration and it that that is what really you know what i was just speaking about and how i appreciated the inauguration more this year i think it was her poem that really made me realize like oh wow yeah we have come quite a long way in this particular regard and it was so moving I was like imagine a 22 year old being able to you know speak like that on such a huge momentous moment it was just it was so inspiring it made me you know I'm a writer I love I began my career in college as a creative writer I wrote a lot of poems and won some awards and blah 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 and it really inspired me to maybe like go back to that because I was so moved by her sort of delivery of everything yeah I actually didn't know that in 2017 she became the United States of America's first national youth poet laureate so I mean, Someone you know, else this told is me that. that's amazing. Yeah, it, it was it was unprecedented for a lot of reasons, but I really mm-hmm. think Amanda Gorman, to be honest with you, made the cake for me because for sure, look at this person yeah. who's twenty two and just like, I mean, my God, you know, as she said, she was descendant of slaves, and here yeah. she is speaking at the presidential inauguration. Like, it's just yeah. such a full circle moment, and that was, yeah, and that was that was pretty amazing. Um, but moving right along, you know, it is sort of the dawn of a new day here. But, John, your birthday is It's Sunday. coming up. It's coming up. And so you are turning 35? I am. Isn't that, doesn't that sound so old? 35. I, mean, like, I want to say it does. Like, when I was 16, I was like, 35? <laughs> what? what? But, like, exactly now at 32, I'm I... like, eh, 35 is fine. That's exactly what I've been saying. I'm in that age now. I will be, I guess. 
that I would filter my brain as a teenager as like, oh, by the time I'm that age, I'm really old. I mean, let me say this, though, you know, I think age is nothing but a number, truly. I mean, you know, if you take care of your mental and physical health, like, you don't have to be, you know, fall into any subscription or stereotype no, of what these, you know, what these ages are. So, are you yeah. going to do a huge super spreader event for your birthday? I know you were, you will, you would love to. I know you wanted to. Um, There's so much to celebrate, you know. So I'm gonna, yes. yeah, I'm gonna have everyone over. We're gonna make out. It's gonna be amazing. No, lick some dirt, happening. lick some poles, <laughs> don't wear masks, stuff like right. that, right? Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It'll be amazing. No, nothing like that. Obviously, yeah, it's just, you know, I've never been huge on my birthday. I, sh- I would be remiss if I didn't mention my amazing 30th surprise birthday party that you were a part of back in, yes. well, five years ago, obviously, which was so amazing. Thank you for that. It was a memory I'll never forget. But yeah, I'm just, you know, I love, Darren, we've talked about this. I am made for quarantine. I love staying away from people, especially during flu season, you know, and obviously pandemic season now. Well, it's funny because we've been in now quarantine for, you know, (laughs) nine, ten months roughly, uh, doing the math in my head. And... Most people I know, including myself, celebrated a birthday in quarantine. You know, and originally, you know, my yeah. birthday's at the end of May, and so there was still kind of hope that maybe, sure. you know, the summer infection rates were going to go down, maybe we'd yeah. back to work in the fall. As a general consensus, I felt like that was in the air. Totally. And yeah. I was like, you know, it sucks to kind of have your birthday. Now you're like one of the last holdouts of people who haven't had their birthday <laughs> in quarantine. So I know. welcome, my friend. Thank you. Yes, I, I'm wondering how I'll feel come come Sunday, which is my birthday. But, um, you know, it's all good. Like I said, I would rather be safe and, you know, by the grace of God, celebrate another birthday than, you know, risk anything. So I'm going to just lay low and maybe I'll order something delicious for dinner. That's usually what I do anyway. So... <laughs> well, good. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you're going to get a bunch of birthday shout outs from people, including me, but I not early so. birthday shout outs because we still have three days to prep That's true. And get the we Spice can't... Girls to your super spreader event. It's so funny because when I was in, yeah, the Spice Girls, when I was in high school, my friends and I came up with this, um, I think we've talked about it on the show, Jonica, which is a series of it's a celebration of my birthday that lasts two weeks before and after my birthday, where you give me a gift every day, um, before, yes. and, before and after. And yes. I just want to make sure you know that, um, Jonica did start on January 10th and I don't, let me look, let me just open. No, I don't have any gifts from you or anybody. I'm just noting so that, you know, you're aware Listen, of COVID has changed the shipping protocols oh, in a lot of COVID. these things. Some things could take a month. Okay. You, you know, I Nadine see, ordered a book happening. a year ago. She got it literally three days ago. She ordered you're it a year ago. You're kidding me. I swear to God. Me. What? Like, oh, well, from it was where? back ordered. She's like, but like, what? It's a book. Where did she order it? <laughs> Oh, it was a, um, it was like a gorillas, uh, some type of like, you know, look through the years with the gorillas. But regardless, what book takes a fucking year when you order it? Yeah. When you order something, there needs to be a law that says it's got to come within three days. (laughs) Like it has to come within three days. Well, I will say Amazon has completely spoiled my expectations about shipping because. It's true. Like, when I don't order something from Amazon and it comes in a normal amount of time, I'm like, this is out- this is outrageous. What are you people putting me through? Um, obviously, that's a bit first world problems. 
Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So I heard there was some Bachelor news. I know you love The Bachelor, Darren. Every time I yeah, see listen. the word Bachelor, I think of you. Well, I'm a reality TV junkie, as we know. Uh, my life was pretty boring this past week just because I was literally watching... <laughs> The reality show that is the news these days. Um, but in Bachelor <laughs> news, as just a little aside, Claire yes. and Dale, and I know this means nothing to you, John. No, but it's okay. Our listeners may. Yeah. Have decided to split. And and let me just pepper, let me, ju- let me, just, let me just tell you about their <laughs> relationship, and then you tell me based on what I said okay. if you're surprised. Okay. Okay. Yep. So we had this bachelorette on, Claire Crawley, who had been on a previous bachelor season, got fucked over from this guy, okay. then had gone on Bachelor in Paradise, which is like their spinoff, like once or right. twice, also got fucked over, right? And she had like gone on Bachelor Winter Games, got engaged there. It didn't work out. So this girl is just <laughs> okay. striking out left and right, okay? And they made it known, and this has nothing to do with it, but literally when she was on the show, they kept bringing up her age, which is 39 years old, 400,000 fucking times as if like a 39-year-old is ancient and she might as well be right. dead. Okay, but just to paint you a picture, she is the oldest bachelorette that we have because they also hire like fetuses who are like 22 to get married. (laughs) Okay, season starts and you know what The Bachelor is. I don't need to explain it to you. I think, you know, people are 25, 27 people are competing, you know, to kind of like win the heart of The Bachelor Bachelorette. Right. Okay. Now, do they actually compete with each other, though? Are they doing like tasks, these bachelorettes? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, no, there's like competition. Like they play games and then if you win, you get more time with him. And then like you're competing for the rope. It's very, very real life. (laughs) And so very real life. And so this woman comes here. Okay. She's very excited. We have a new bachelorette in COVID. You know, she's taken care of her mom before who has Alzheimer's. There's a lot of empathy there for this person. I actually really liked Claire. Okay. She's she's meeting her suitors. This guy, Dale, who's like 6'5", gorgeous dude, right, comes out of the limo and Claire's face just like shifts. And for the entire next four episodes, and, you know, bachelor seasons are like 15 episodes. The next four episodes... She's like sneaking off on dates with other dudes to go see this guy, Dale. Okay, so she's obsessed. She was literally like, I met my husband. He walks out of the limo, she met her husband. So she is full on throttle set. 
She tells Chris Harrison she's going to leave the show because she needs to go be with Dale. She only wants to be with Dale. It isn't fair to the other guys, which to be fair is fine with me. Don't waste other people's time if you're not going to give them the time of day because you're so obsessed with Dale. Okay, let so, me just ask you a real quick yeah. question. This is Bachelorette yeah. then? This is Bachelorette. Okay, so it's one woman, her, and then all these men competing for her. Yes, correct. Got we it. have not okay. had like a gay or like a queer batch. Yeah, yeah. I just was thinking it was the bachelor with the reverse gender scenario, so that I got it now. Okay. Right, yeah, okay. So she's the bachelorette. She's the prize to be won, if you will. Right? And she she's like, only is interested in this one guy. You're only interested yeah. in this one dude. Now, normally okay. this, this takes several fucking weeks to like whittle it down. But <laughs> right. She's like, I am only obsessed with this dude, right? And at the end of the batch bachelorette, <laughs> they go see this guy, Neil Lane. They pick out the rings, and then they get a proposal, right? Like, that's the okay. way it's always worked since time before time, right? right. Like, yeah. That's what I have come to expect, but no. She decides to leave the show with Dale after four dates, kind of convinces him in a way to propose because the show has to end in a proposal and that's what she wants. To me, he looked hesitant to do this because he spent two weeks with her, four (laughs) episodes, they literally just met, and I'm not exaggerating, it was two weeks, but he's like, you know... I'm all in for this. You know, I love Claire. I'm willing to make it work. You know, uh, I want to get engaged to her. So says all this thing, right? But I know body language. So I've been following the saga for a while. They leave the show. The first ever, no, excuse me, the second, we have the first black bachelor on the show this Mm -hmm. season, but Tasha was the second black female on the show. So Tasha comes in as this new. So then we have a whole new season of Bachelorette, okay? I was okay. following Claire and Dale. They were living their life. They were enjoying quarantine together. They were, you know, he was New York City. She's Sacramento. They're loving life. Then fast forward like a month or so later, and all of a sudden they're being photographed di- in different places. He's in New York. She's in Sacramento. To today, they break up. Is anyone surprised? And, and, and of course, Dale comes out with a statement saying, you know, this is for the best. We wish each other the best. It's just that we're kind of in two separate places right now. Claire yeah. is devastated. And I've gone on a number of different publications to be like, are we shocked that Claire and Dale broke up? Now, given what I told you in these details of their relationship, <laughs> are you shocked that these people broke up? John, go. Well, let me say, while you were telling this story, I looked them up on uh, Google just to see what they look like. Sure. Dale is like Fine. another level of handsome. Yeah, he's, he's handsome. He's definitely the type that should be the bachelor. He's b- gorgeous. Yeah. Matt James is the bachelor. If he, you know, she's gorgeous. Um, she's gorgeous too. But no, I mean, yeah, regardless of looks, by the way, um, you know, it really goes into saying like you, and I, whenever you were describing this, it's like when you look at somebody and that's it. And you say you want to marry them, it's likely never going to work out because marriages aren't just looking at each other and frankly having sex. Like you're going to be living together, spending all of your time together. If you can't be in a room with that person for longer than 10 minutes, not that that's what they were doing. I'm just saying as a hypothetical, it's not going to work out. It's not all about looks. You have to be able to maintain your sanity with another person. I mean, You know, you and I have talked so much about even in regular, you know, relationships that aren't marriages, that's something you really have to consider for the long term. And if it doesn't really feel like something you can handle long term, then you should probably not be with that person. So, yeah, this isn't surprising. And for me, listen, like I watch these shows ironically, like I'm making fun (laughs) of them ironically, but I do enjoy it. But like, 
I just think that we've come to uh, the divorce rate is at 50%. People <sighs> all over the country, including in quarantine, are breaking up, realizing totally, that the relationship yes. isn't working. And yeah. like, clearly as a country, we're, we're in the world, we're like missing these key components of what relationships should discuss. Right. If you both have different sexual compatibilities, for example, don't want kids, one wants kids, one wants mm-hmm. to be married, doesn't want to be married. Like, these are the kinds of things that you need to talk about before you move in together, before yeah. you get engaged, because right. that shit's going to come back and haunt you. And I'm just so sick of people being like obsessed Surprised. with getting married or, or yeah. getting the wedding and not having any real conversations about it. And this was like sort of yeah. the perfect storm of it. And I was just kind of like, I'm so done with this. Like, and their breakup. <laughs> like if anyone well, couldn't predict it, it's just killing me here. And, you know, I don't know much about The Bachelor and Bachelorette. That's definitely your cup of tea. But, you know, you have to kind of think about people that do this stuff on television. Like, what is their mindset? Is it just to have, like, the handsome wife, the handsome husband? Hopefully not. You know, you would hope that there's some truth to They're what, in it what's, for love. Yeah, you would hope that it's, that it's like that. But if when he steps out of the limo, you're immediately like, I'm leaving the show to marry him. Uh, that's just not mentally healthy to do. So I feel you on that, definitely. Yeah, it just bothered me. And it was on the Daily News today. So I just thought, okay, I'll bring it up to you. My life is that boring where I have to, you know, on inauguration day, I'm like, Claire and Dale, that's where I'm at in my life. And I just wanted you to know. <laughs> well, and thank you. And I, I also got a new, just as a little, just as a little thing I thought you'd like. I went okay. to the Vault Van store and I oh. bought these sneakers that Tell the me. like body of the sneaker, you know, where like yeah. the, the sneaker itself, even though they're lace-ups, was Velcro and then they give you all these patches to redesign your shoes how you want based on these like what? Velcro patches. It's that fucking so cool. cool. It was so cool. I thought you'd love it or like something fun to do with like your niece and stuff like that because I know yeah. you have family members and they're young and it's just like, I don't know, it's like a cool little thing to do with them and uh, I will definitely be Instagramming my um, I was DIY just sneaker things, but I thought you'd like it. I do and uh, it's so funny you say that because I definitely need new shoes like badly, so... Wait, so are you saying, is it, do they have that for men? Like you, can you do it for men? Oh yeah. Seekers? Oh, oh yeah. It, it's a certain type of, um. Like style or whatever? Yeah. It's a certain type of like style that I think it's like the Vans mm-hmm. vault. I'm going to, I'm actually okay. going to, are up. you on Gchat right now? I'm going to Somewhere email on one of my many computers I am, yes. I'm emailing them to Send you to and you'll me. see it. Yeah. But anyway, I thought you would find it interesting. I appreciate that. Thank you, because I actually do want some new sneakers. I did say on last week's Another Shot that I was going to give you an update on WandaVision, because, you know, I'm obsessed with it. And I I did watch the first two episodes, which were released last Friday, and I'm so excited another another episode's coming. I will say, you know, a lot of people were messaging me about this, both fans and friends of the show, and they're like, what's going on? Like, I thought this was going to be like an Avengers show. And, you know, it's not right now, but I think it's going to be is what I'm sort of guessing. I think everyone was sort of expecting there to be like explosions and magic and all this crazy stuff. But they're setting up a bigger story. And if you're a big fan of the comics, the House of M comic is what this is based off of. So, yeah, the first two episodes, Darren, are actually spoofs. It's it's hard to explain. Basically... Wanda has the ability to manipulate reality in front of her. So the first two episodes are spoofs of the Dick Van Dyke show and Bewitched. And 
it's meant to be like her perfect world based off of sitcoms that she likes. And so the format of the show is similar to those two shows. And it's just a really cool storytelling kind of trope, I guess is the best way to put it maybe, in television that I feel like has never been done before. And it's just, it makes you think so much about what you're seeing. Like, is this real? Is this her dream? How is this person alive? What is this person's intentions? It's full of mystery. I'm super hooked to it already. I don't know. Did you watch Lost when it was out, like on oh, ABC? Are you kidding? I lo- I almost okay. I almost restarted it, like as a series to watch. <laughs> like I watched the first one, and I got into like another new show. But I would love to rewatch it. I know, me too. And I was so addicted to the mystery of that show. Like I would spend hours between episodes every week with friends like talking about what you know what was that big statue or who was the smoke monster and all that type of stuff I have a feeling that WandaVision and the subsequent MCU Marvel Disney Plus shows are going to be a lot like that so I am very excited I will definitely be watching that over my birthday weekend if nothing else Well, very fun, John. And listen to all the listeners out there. It is Sunday, January 24th. John (laughs) Thrasher is turning the big two one so he can finally drink on this show. (laughs) Very excited for See, I gave you 14 years. That's my birthday present. I love that. I gave you 14 years. Thank you. Everyone in our Facebook group, please wish Johnny (laughs) Boy a happy birthday come Sunday. Not a moment earlier, though. Not Not a a moment moment earlier, earlier, because Darren will get very upset. Darren, we mentioned as we wrap up this another shot um, on one of our recent episodes, we're working on a big announcement, you guys. Like, big. Like, like like maybe the biggest announcement we've had. It could be the biggest one, yeah. I think it is, you know, it might even be bigger than Inauguration Day. Who are we we to make that judgment for the people? Let's say this. Lady Gaga yeah. will be singing the national anthem at our bigger announcement. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, that's yeah. for sure. That is a <laughs> fact. So make sure you're following us on social media at Jay Thrasher, at Carpe Darren, at Matt underscore the underscore bartender. And definitely mm-hmm. follow the Facebook group, uh, Martinis and Murder fan group. Yeah. Just because we will be announcing it there and everywhere as soon yeah, as we're ready. And it is going to come in very shortly. We will put it We're so way. excited. We're so excited. Yeah. Yes, we are. Okay, give your signature. Bye, John. Okay, bye. Bye.